You're listening to the Cream of the Crop with Cat's Cream. Only on 107.9 Cam Glen Radio. Meow. Yes, hello and welcome. You are listening to Cat Gibson right here on Cam Glen Radio with you all the way through until one o'clock. Now, I know I say it every week, but I do have an incredibly busy, packed show for you. I'm not sure if you're aware, but this is Book Week Scotland and all over Scotland there are lots of events with authors, poets, book groups getting together to talk about reading and to share their love of reading to try and convince other people to do it. This year's theme is adventure and it's always an adventure listening to this show. So let's get on with what I'm going to be talking about. We're going to be talking first of all to Vicky Husband. She is a poet. She has recently been on an epic journey around the Norwegian fjords on her bike and she's wrote a pamphlet poem all about that. So I'll be talking to her a little bit about her work. I've also got coming in to talk about the launch of the Battlefield Collective Volume 2, which is a series of poems and short stories from the Southside Writers and a creative group. So we'll be hearing more about that later on in today's show. And finally, in the second hour, we're going to be talking about... talking about a few more book events that are happening, things that you could maybe go and look at. We're going to be also talking about Thrift and Gift. They've got their Christmas sale. So we'll be talking about that in a second hour. And we're also going to be talking to Kings Brass. David Pete's going to be talking to me about their concert that's going to take place at Rutherglen Town Hall on Friday night. So... I can do this all in two hours, absolutely, as well as some of the best music. We have got a lot of brand new music, got brand new one from Take That, and I've got the Beatles track that, of course, everybody is talking about controversially because it's been using AI. What do we think? Is this a good thing? Is it a bad thing? We'll find out later on. But let's kick off this time with the, the, they've got to be, I don't know if they can be considered a boy band anymore because I'm pretty sure they're all older than me now. This is, of course, Take That's brand new track. They are going to be performing. I'm sure they're going to be a huge part of BBC's Children in Need. They usually are. But they're going to be performing at the Strictly final this year. And who do you think? Place your bets. Who do we think? Do we think it's going to be Leighton? Do we think it's going to be Ellie at the Strictly final? But this is Take That and This Life. Yeah. 
Archie is that I was listening in that to the car when it came on the radio and it's been in my head ever since. It sounds so summery, I can't believe that they're launching this in November. But there you go, That's take that with this life. That is going to be the start of the launch of their ninth studio album which is going to be coming out on the 24th of November. They're going to be taking part on a worldwide tour. Now, the next person we're going to be talking about is Supermom Jessie Weir. Did you see her and Graham Norton on Friday night? She certainly had a baby down. She's an amazing woman. Three children. Singing career. This is album number five. This is the fourth single from the fifth album, and she was at the Barrowlands on Monday night. Jessie Ware with Hello Love. I'm not the one that's deciding 
Well, there you go. That was the incredible Jessie Ware there with Hello Love. And as I said, she was performing as part of the Graham Norton Show on Friday night. The next track that we're going to be listening to is from James Blunt. James has actually got a brand new book out called Loosely Made Up, made up on a loosely based on a made-up stories and it is basically stories from his life that he says is a non-memoir the most riotous anecdotes today for your amusement if anybody follows him on twitter you'll note that he's got a really really good touch of comic timing and he's so self-deprecating it's just not funny he's got a brand new album out it's going to be coming to glasgow in april he's always worth going to see i really really like james blunt i know he takes an awful lot of bashing about basically sort of too middle of the road and it's sort of whiny music etc but i quite like a bit of a whine so that's fine this is his new track it's called beside you there's a song that god only knows and it's keeping me dancing Your voice, your music. 
Euro Station. We can't be far from the border by now. Keep all that light you've let in. I've been lost, I've been found. Must be near home by now. Must be near home by now, don't you say? For all the journeys I've spent and all the tales that I've sent, all the tales that I've sent along the way. Seven days traveling on. We can't stray far from the path. See, I've been lost, I've been found. Must be near home by now. Must be near home by now. Don't you say? For all the journeys I've spent and all the tales I've sent, all the tales I've sent. Must be near home by now. Must be near home by now. Don't you say? For all the journeys I've spent and all the tales that I've sent, all the tales that I've sent along the way, I've been found. Must be near home by now. Must be near home by now. Don't you say? For all the journeys I've spent and all. go that was from road ahead with valtos they are the sky band that are going to be or they've been nominated actually for part of the trad awards they are a great tune can't wait to see them at celtic connections think they're going to be absolutely fantastic now we're going to go and listen to this track it's brand new one it's called never in the daylight and it's move on it's the end we can be friends but never in the daylight We were lying outside With stars in our eyes We 
What is yours could be mine. We're climbing too high. Yeah, you're bound to be my only, only. I thought I found the only one for me. Saturday, the 2nd of December 2023, Cam Glen presents Prince U Electro Dynamic at our venue number 18 on Farmone Road, Burlingham. We will bring you an exclusive night of electronic dance music from our very own talented Cam Glen Radio DJs. Graham Bell, Baz, Dirty Disco, Michael Bell and Janstrup will be for the first time in Cam Glen Radio history teaming up to bring you an exclusively live event, working through classic sets for your dancing pleasure. Expect a night of house, electro, breakbeat, old school, techno and trance. Tickets are available through Eventbrite, costing £5 plus booking fee, or there's a tenner on the door on the night. There is a licensed bar, doors are open from 7pm till late. Cam Glen presents Electro Dynamics, supporting local music, come support them with us. Strictly over 18s. And about it. Radio is an amazing medium. It can inspire, entertain, inform and connect people. This station, Cam Glen Radio, is run by a dedicated, passionate and committed team of volunteers and you can be one of those volunteers too. It doesn't matter if you're an experienced broadcaster or if you've never set foot in a studio in your life. We provide all the training and support that you need to do what you want to do. And it's a great way of making new social connections, learning new skills, expanding on your CV and just having loads of fun. So to find out more about volunteering with Cam Glen Radio, just email volunteering at healthynhappy.org.uk. Yes, so there you go. That was the incredible vocal there of Robin Smith. Just been reading a little bit about her. She comes from Dunfermline. What a stunning voice. Absolutely stunning. The name of that track was Never in the Daylight. Just gorgeous, wasn't it? Um, Incredible. What I was going to talk about next is Book Week Scotland. That 
try and keep it on track. Come on, let's get it. Let's keep it going. Book Week Scotland. So this week's, this year's theme is actually all about adventures. But I want to talk to you about why reading is good for us. I don't know about you, but let's, I certainly find that I'm hugely distracted by whatever nonsense is on television. I'll sit and watch a rerun of First Dates rather than pick up a book now, which is really strange because I was a huge reader as a child and indeed as, an, as a young adult. But there are three three reasons and these are three reasons close to my heart why I think you should all be picking up a book this week. Reading, especially at night, when you think about it, we used to do the bedtime routine, you used to do the bath, the story, and then bed. That's what you did with the kids. And you would sit down and you would read a story, get engrossed in whatever it was. If it was the latest Harry Potter, if it was another sort of Mallory Towers or the Gruffalo or whatever it was, you would get into a bedtime routine. Why do we stop that as we become older? I mean, we get more distracted. There's things on our phones. There's things on the television. There's the Netflix series to binge. So we do become more distracted. But by winding down at night, by reading as you're just getting ready to go to bed, you stop the blue light on your phone and your tablet that keeps you awake. So I think we should all start picking that back up as a, as a bedtime routine. Next, reading has been shown to delay the effects of dementia. And even when they can no longer read themselves, why not read to dementia sufferers? It keeps them engaged. It may even spark them into conversation about talking about whatever it is that you're reading about. So I think reading is a way of connecting as well. And finally, reading is as a good a way as any to reduce stress. Apparently, if you read for six minutes a day, you reduce your stress level by up to 60%. So as part of Book Week Scotland, why don't you all pick up a book and start reading. We're going to go and listen now to Vicky Husband, who is a poet. She has recently completed a cycling tour of the Norwegian Fords and then she's wrote a big a poem, a pamphlet poem about this. So uh, she works as an occupational therapist. She's got a, a master's in literature and creative writing from Glasgow University. She does a whole pile of these workshops, so it was a real joy to get to talk to a poet because, as you'll hear in the thing, poetry and me have got a very rough relationship, shall we say. Well, this is Vicky Husband. Thank you so much for joining me today. I do appreciate it. It's going to be part of our Book Week Scotland when we're talking about adventures and reading and how we get people into reading. One of the things I've got is two teenage children. And of course, they've got their phone attached to their right hand at all times, but they don't seem to read. And, And getting them to read is a mammoth effort. So can you tell me a little bit about how you got into reading and how you you developed into poetry? I mean, I've always enjoyed reading. I guess we were lucky when we were younger, there weren't so many distractions, but it was an escape. And I think now it can still be an escape from phones and screens. It's quiet time. You're in control of that time and you can escape anywhere you want to in a book. And these days there's, there's so much potential of subjects and styles and ways of playing with words and language that are are brilliant so I think it's about finding what what you like and that Mm -hmm. involves trying lots of different things I think Mm -hmm. I got into I think I wrote when I was younger but not seriously and then there was a competition at the Royal Museum of Scotland in Edinburgh to write a poem that was going to be on the billboard when they were redoing the museum. This is quite a few years ago. There were restrictions on it. It had to be a certain 
size, a certain line length, and it had to be about an object in the museum. And I think sometimes that restriction is really helpful. It focuses you. I mean, you've got the whole of the Museum of Scotland, which is a wonderful resource, and that really sparked something in me. So I wrote a poem for that that ended up being on one of the billboards. And I think that gave me a real buzz and I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed finding out about the thinking about history and, and objects and what they mean to us. And I think that sparked me off on the mm. writing journey. As I was saying to you earlier, I think when you're doing doing poetry in school, it's very sort of regimented. And the, particularly the poets that our teachers picked seem to be sort of very depressing. We had Wilfred Orn, you know, Propatria Mori, which is a brilliant depiction of the First World War and life in the trenches. But it's not exactly the most inspiring thing to get people mm. to sit down and write their own poetry. And Norman McCaig about a basking shark. And again, it was depressing in a different sort of way, I felt. And it was like, again, none of these sort of inspired me. And then it was sort of later on when I suddenly discovered things like Pam Ayers, who does these amazing comical poems that were about real life and that I could turn to and go, I recognise that. Yes. I yep. think I'm losing my teeth or something like that. And it's like all these sort of things. You've made me late again. I mean, these were all bickering arguments I could hear from my parents. So I could sort of connect with those sort of poetry. So how do you find getting people to connect with poetry? How does that work? Because you run workshops and things. Yes, I, I mean, I think book groups are great because people will come with different interests. You find out about different books that you like. You can try lots of different things joining libraries, even online. What I would definitely recommend the Scottish Poetry Library. They have a great resource. They have lists of different poets, but also they have lists of subjects. So if you go into a subject, say, I don't know, you're interested in motherhood or teenagers, you can look that up and you can read a few different poems, different people from the last couple of hundred years, and, and you might find something you like. I think in bookshops, a good way in is often at the checkout, there is candlestick press pamphlets. Now, they're quite cheap because they're a little pamphlet. They've maybe got 12 poems in them and they have every subject under the sun. Dogs, Christmas, Christmas movies, um, journeys, trains, you know, and you can find something you like in there. And again, there's some older poets, but there's a lot of contemporary poets in there. So it's about reading lots of different poems to see what what you like there, there is a, a wide variety of subject these days and styles and a lot of humor and a lot more candid poems than they were there were when we were at school so mm -hmm. it's about finding them <laughs> through books through libraries and uh, through readings as well and certainly in Glasgow and Edinburgh and all over Scotland there's a lot of live poetry reading spoken word poetry which it, it's a spectrum you know from much more literary to much more performance based to narrative poems to something that will that will grab everybody I reckon. Mm -hmm. And this year's theme is about adventure and one of the reasons it was interesting speaking to yourself is your most recent work is really about an adventure over to the Norwegian fjords and cycling and so tell us a little bit about your adventure and how that influenced your writing. This was a few years ago I've been on quite a few cycle trips where I cycle from one point to the other. So this one was in the north of Norway, above the Arctic Circle. And it's a route that goes through a lot of islands. And so 
it immediately sparks your imagination. You've got the Norse myths in the background, you've got the landscape, you've got the language, which I was trying to learn. And I made some notes when I was cycling, but obviously at the time I was quite tired. So in the evening I made a few notes, but when I came back, I started to mix in the actual experience of the cycle trip, which was over a week, and then put in some Norse myths, something about the language, and it became a, a pamphlet long poem. So a pamphlet's like a, a very small book, maybe 30 pages or so. Sometimes it comprises lots of different poems, but in this case, I wrote one long poem that it was narrative. And I think there, there is a lot of poets now that will write long narratives because that draws people in as well. Are you able to do a little bit of it just now? I can do. Do you want me to start at the beginning? Yeah, For... give us a little bit of a flavour for the Norwegian fjords and the landscape and the Norse myths. I will start a little bit at the beginning. It's called Sukul Saga, so cycle saga. From our tenement window, we look north, plotting a thought line beyond Campsie Hills, pooled by a magnetic 66-degree latitude, longing to unbox ourselves from stacks of rooms, grids of streets. We order weatherproof maps, unfold a plexus of roads, creased blue sea, read our route as a litany. Already pilgrims to an exotic idea of North, we put faith in the remote. Do I take myself with me or shapeshift? How do we begin to recalibrate? Prepare by padding saddles, grease gear cogs, circle the park, cycle until the earth tilts, we fly. Leaving the city, the island of Tromso, uphill a stiff start until we warm to our tire song on tarmac that harps on compelling us hypnotic calls us dragon-headed we breathe from fire bags plunder air dig legs into wind like spades clouds boil spill over fjeltopene before us lies an archipelago held together by sea roads by morning our steps have shortened Stiff cranked swing onto the bike, slowly loosening. Don't know how many revolutions before the machine hums a fluent tune. Until my heart rate settles to a jagged trace. A mountain range, peak, peak and trough. My blood travels much further than me. Each slim pass we crest, then slip as if through the waste of an hourglass. Excellent. Oh, was incredible. It's always best. So that was the incredible Vicky husband telling us a little bit about her poetry. We're going to go back and do the second part of the interview. But before we do that, let's go and do this week's community announcements. Cam Glen Radio, community announcements. So are you looking for a fun and healthy way to get those steps up? Join Healthy and Happy for their weekly walks. On Tuesdays, they meet at Glencairn Football Club's car park at 4pm and walk to a local location. On Wednesdays, they meet at Western Wardlaw Parish Church at 12.15 and they walk through Mallsmire. To book, go to healthyandhappy.org.uk forward slash what's on. Universal Connections Hamilton hold LGBTQ groups every Friday night in their Hamilton premises and Woodside Walk. The group for the young people aged between 12 and 16 starts between 5 and 7.15pm and the 16 to 25 age group runs from 6.45 to 9 o'clock. For more information, contact 01698 
456 680. That's 01698 456 680. And finally, Canvas Lang Community Council is having its AGM on Tuesday, the 21st of November at 7 o'clock at the Canvas Lang Institute on Greenlees Road. So the meeting incorporates the AGM and it will last meeting of 2023. And everyone living in the Canvas Lang West Council Ward is welcome to come along. That's all of your Cam Glen announcements right here on Cam Glen Radio 107.9 FM. Now we're going to go back to the second part of the interview that I did with Vicky Husband, a local poet telling us all about poetry. I think to hear the poetry being spoken out loud and maybe not in the bored tones of the teenagers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a lot. What I didn't mention, there's so much online, YouTube, you know, you find one poetry reading and that leads to, you to another. A lot of the festivals online, so you can you can maybe tune in and try out different poets. And like I say, there's lots of different poetry nights. I'm a member of St Mungo's Mirabal, which is a network of poets in Glasgow. And, and we run readings from autumn to spring with a variety of poets, some members, some headliners coming from, from other parts of the country. And it's a great way to hear poetry live look at the books, meet and speak to the poets and other members. One of the other things I noticed is that, that this isn't just your day job, you've got something else as well, you know, you're having to balance everything. So how does how does that work? How, how do you carve out time to, to write your poetry? Well, I don't have children, that always helps <laughs> um, <laughs> to have more time. I do have a dog now that's quite demanding. So I tend to like early Saturday mornings, when I can concentrate, I'm still in the kind of burr mode of work because I work full time. So that's the first chance I get to really have time off and concentrate. I can do a bit in the evenings, but it's I'm more tired, I'll be honest. And jotting things down all the time, I think. If you go to readings or your live readings or you're reading a book, jotting notes down so that when you come to your laptop or your notebook at the weekend, then you're prepared. You've got ideas to, to spark off. Mm -hmm. You're ready to go. The number of creatives, you know, both writers and songwriters, who, who, and even myself, who run around permanently with a notebook, and it's snippets that I've seen in magazines or, you know, something that's caught my attention, and I think, well, that'll be good for a feature, or I wonder how I can explore that. So so I think there are lots of people who run around with a, a notebook, and not just for for poetry or for you know writing. It can be for a variety of things. Like I said, mine's is for that's a good idea for a, fu a future feature. If you see what I mean, then yes, ideas sparks. It does. It sort of concentrates your creativity. I don't yep. know if that's something that you feel. You mean having having starting points? Yeah, yeah. If you've seen something, and it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to do something with it there and then. It's something that might sort of ruminate in the back of your head until, oh, that's how I'm going to use that bit of information. Then. Definitely. And it might come ages later, months or years later, or it might just be a starting point. You think, oh, I'm going to write about that. And you actually find in the process of writing that you've gone off in a different direction. But that's OK, too. It may be take you in a direction that you were something else in your head that's been ruminating so what's next for you what are you hoping to do next in terms of your writing and your poetry at the moment I am trying to write a little bit about health and the city I, I work as an occupational therapist in rehabilitation in Glasgow so I'm out and about driving around the city streets visiting patients 
obviously I can't write directly about people because of confidentiality. So it's it's more it's more ideas about people living in the city, isolation and connection, what health means to, to different people and how the city affects our health, how we interact with it. Yeah. Um, I imagine that well, of course, everybody through through COVID and in, in the NHS has been working overtime, and, and of course, it's trying to get through the backlog of people as well that that have had health conditions previously that have been more impacted by isolation or by not having the the one on one contact that they needed during that time, which has sort of exacerbated other health conditions. So I imagine you're incredibly busy all the time. Definitely. I mean, you've hit the nail on the head. I mean, we're in rehabilitation still seeing the, the after effects now of all those things you talked about people waiting people being isolated people not having treatment in a timely manner so it is it's ongoing in the pandemic in in many ways yeah there's been a huge legacy it's not just dealing with the pandemic it's it is it's all about the road to recovery and and how you recover it i work in a completely different area i work in the financial services but it's about how are we going to protect the economy and the customers going forward it's not just you know well that was it we're all done and dusted and everything's yeah. back to normal it's not it's, we're, we're now thinking well we need to get people back on track from where they were to to how we, we resolve issues going forward and it's not just health that's been affected and of I think course. that's the thing is that, that people might just think oh it was, it was just a sort of health pandemic yes it was but it's impacted so many other areas of the economy that we're going to be having we really need a proper sit down with proper people who understand, you know, yes. how everything knits together, that we have to improve things going forward through a whole variety of industries. Definitely. It's been really interesting. And I, I, thank you so much for talking to me, getting a chance to talk to poets and songwriters. I'm, I'm so in awe of what you do. I can't believe that you can just sit down and write something that other people can, you know, get a connection to. It's 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 a real enviable skill I usually get my guests to pick and I'm so sorry I put you on the spot a little bit I normally get my guests to pick a musical choice so I am always rubbish when I'm put on the spot you come down to Queen and I went to ride my bicycle <laughs> well I did see Queen back in 86 oh did you at Wembley so oh, wow. I'm always happy to listen to Queen one two with rising costs, times are tricky for everyone. For some people who are already struggling across our Cambuslang and Rutherglen communities, it might be another difficult season. Here's where you can help add some Christmas sparkle to those who need it most. If you can, please gift some joy to others in your local community. We're looking for donations of new gift items. This is for our local children, young people and seniors with a value between five and 10 pounds. For full information on our gift suggestions and of our drop-off locations, go to healthyandhappy.org.uk forward slash Christmas 2023. Thanks for making someone's Christmas just a little bit better. Superman. All I wanna do is 
So that was Bicycle Race with Queen. And before that, you heard from Vicky Husband, who was telling us all about her poetry. And I got in touch with Vicky as part of Book Week Scotland. So my second guest is now in the studio with me. Thank you very much, Alex, for joining me. Thank you, Kat. Thanks for having us back again. So you were in before to talk to us about the Battlefield Collective. Uh And that was volume one. So this is volume two. Absolutely. For for maybe listeners who didn't hear the first one or, or... need a, a little reminder. You tell us how the Battlefield Collective came into being and what the idea is behind it. Thanks, thanks, Karen. As I say, thanks for having us back in the, the studio again. As my colleague Frank, Frank Chambers, and I were kind of hanging about the retired uh, retired gentleman, though we don't look like it. Uh, we were hanging about the coffee shops of Battlefield. And we thought of this idea of, of getting together with a group of writers and trying to, you know, get, get our work aired, get our work publicised. One, one of the things I've called this one is getting the community writing, is to try and get as many people from the community, some who've previously been published, some not, coming together. So we got together a group of nine. We, we to be frank, we, <coughs> excuse me, we knew them the first time. It was people we knew. And we had two stories each in the first volume, which we called Tales from the Battlefield because we'd all lived at some point in the battlefield area, until last year I lived there as well. And that we had a very successful launch night, along with the, with the very good help of the staff at Langside Library and Glasgow Life, who, who provided support for us. But a very successful community event last March. When, in fact, we'd been in the studio the day before that event. We got a good turnout, so we thought, well, let's do it again. We wanted a wider, a wider spread of writers, and I'm pleased to say this time we had nine writers for Tales from the Battlefield. Our second follow-up was called Beyond the Battlefield. We're up all night thinking that one. And we've now got 28 contributors, a fair mix of poets and uh, short story authors. We're very pleased with that from all walks of life, all backgrounds. And the book, which you've got in front of you there, and it's available from tomorrow by just clicking on Amazon, and typing in Beyond the Battlefield, and importantly put a collection of, because mm-hmm. it turns out there's a bloody book called Beyond the Battlefield somewhere else, but a collection of short stories and poems from local authors. And, as I say, tomorrow night, the event starts at 6pm at Langside Library. It's on for an hour and a half, which is a bit longer than normal, and the reason would be have it for 90 minutes. A, the library can accommodate us for that, which is fantastic. But B, also, we want us to take some time for networking. We kind of lost that opportunity the last time. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be very easily identifiable. All the poets will wear yellow yellow stickers and all the, the, the short story authors will wear green. Don't ask me how those colours happen. They just happened. Um, and we'll be around for a good 30 minutes. We've got... Th- this this event is now part of Book Week Scotland, mm-hmm. which I'm delighted about. And I must congratulate and thank Scottish Book Trust for giving us a bit of funding, which we'll be able to provide rep- refreshments tomorrow night. So there'll be tea, coffee available. Unfortunately, no... We haven't got a licence, so no alcohol. So we tea coffee available, and there'll be readings. We've selected readings from five poets 
and four short story authors. We did that very democratically at a meeting back in October by putting everybody's name in a hat mm-hmm. and getting the library staff to select five poets and, and four, four writers. Four, no, no, short story authors. Poets are writers. I've been told to say that oh, quite a few times. So four short story authors and five. And they've been democratically uh, selected by people that are not involved, no skin in the game, as it were. It, it just turns out I'm one of those that have been selected. And people who read the last time back in March, they've voluntarily agreed to, to set out that one. Uh, so we're looking forward to it. We'll have a short presentation on the collective, on the writers' group. We'll be then going into the readings, um, and then we'll do questions and answers from the mm-hmm. audience. Okay. And we really encourage people to ask questions mm-hmm. and particularly how you can get involved in it. And last, we'll have the, the networking and the refreshments, the tea and the coffee. Mm-hmm. And the books will be available. Uh, they'll be on sale. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to have a walk of shame, so the, 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 the table is, is, is as you go out the library. And you can't avoid the people that are selling the books. So yeah. Superb. Yeah. The, the thing about Book Week, so I'm a huge reader um, and I've got two terrible teenagers who I, I don't think would have would voluntarily read at all. If, you know, unless you put a gun to their head, yeah. I don't think you can. Certainly not a teenage boy. Mm-hmm. And it's very difficult to know how to get because I, I was talking, interestingly enough, about the benefits about reading. You can reduce your stress. It provides a better bedtime routine because you're switching off your phone, your tablet, etc. You've not got the blue light. Yep. It improves your memory because mm-hmm. my dad is affected by dementia. So it, when he can no longer read reading to him because that can spark a bit of conversation Absolutely. out of him, the engagement yep. in things. So I think there's a huge amount of benefits. But how do we convince the next generation to keep reading? Because... They're so attached to their devices and there's so many other distractions like WhatsApp and Instagram and, you know, the latest Love Island or I'm a Celebrity. <laughs> How on earth do you compete with that? How do you think people can keep reading? Well, uh, the good news is that as long ago as the 1900s when the first uh, silent movies came out, there was concern that this would distract people from reading. Folk would never read again. They would just go and watch movies. The same when television came on and so on and and all that's proved to be false, and I'm optimistic that that won't be the case. Yes, there's a big issue around social media in the sense it's a constant re- instant gratification, reading reading demands that you get in. But the wonderful thing about reading is once you go into it, you're into another world. If the author's done it well, the plot, characterization, and the whole style is done very well, you're in another world. As you say about people with stress and strain and mental illness, their life, disabilities, etc., that half hour, hour you're with that book will take you to a different world, you'll feel better you'll feel more relaxed, your blood pressure will be lowered etc, I can't, I can't as you as you just said, you can't recommend it highly enough I think it's about just reinforcing the importance of reading and getting time, parents in particular getting time with children to encourage reading, all the things you said about it, about memory, about improving agility and stuff like that is absolutely correct mm-hmm. and you can't do more than reinforce that well, it seems but but, so but just just to just to say that, that there's a huge boom in young adult fiction. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at the amount of people that buy books at the age from 12, 24, what's loosely categorised as YA young adult, that that's tremendously huge compared to uh, 20, 30 odd years ago. So there's yeah. a good with the bad here. Yeah. Oh no, you know? you're, you're absolutely and, right. And, I mean, you and, look at the, the success yeah. of Harry Potter and the Twilight absolutely. series, the Divergent, Hunger series, Games, yeah. etc. You know, they, they are, and it reinf- and social media can reinforce that and vice versa, mm-hmm. and so on. So yeah, so there's more optimism out there than I think pessimism. Uh, well, maybe. maybe uh-huh. but, like but, but, but then I've not got teenage children, <laughs> so I'm not involved day to day with that battle. I'm obviously, I'm obviously seeing the bad aspects. <laughs> You've just left the trenches. <laughs> <laughs> I've been out a long time. You, you see 
game constantly. You know, it's attached to his yeah. right hand on a permanent basis. Yeah. You're thinking, please stop watching whatever that is. He'll on move on. Or she'll <laughs> move on. They will eventually. Can I just ask this opportunity to thank Glasgow Life again? for a, allowing us to use the library is a big imposition. We had 120 odd, standing room only. Mm-hmm. And it's a fair chance we hopefully might get that tomorrow night. So it's a big imposition in the staff, but it's great. It is, and it's great to hear that the, the library is, is still... It's a focal point for the community. Well, because it is a free resource. It gives you access to other worlds. It's yeah. not just about collecting books. You can go and get videos and... and uh, uh, absolutely. All this, uh, periodicals. Yeah, yeah. Things like that. From the, the book Beyond the Battlefield is an eclectic collection. There's a whole range from sci-fi to romance to gothic horror to contemporary. The whole thing is there. And more importantly, we've got the balance right with the poets. Poetry is a, doesn't get the same profile as, as a written work. I'm no. pleased to say we've got a whole range of poetry, sonnets, Scottish verse, etc. And mm-hmm. this, I think it's, 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 a, it's a good read and a wide eclectic variety. Excellent. Thank you. And thank you so much for coming in to talk to me, Alex. So I've picked the, as you suggested, the paperback writer. We'll go with the so people. Obvious, isn't it? Yeah, isn't it? Well, we'll go over that.
There we go. So that was Alex Meikle of the Battlefield Collective. They've got their launch party tomorrow night at the Langside Museum from 6 o'clock. Go along and take part in that. That's part of Book Week Scotland. There's another thing taking part. One of my other contributors, Liz Allen, from St. Leon- uh, is going to be at St. Leonard's Library on the 17th, and she's going to be talking about Beatrix Potter. And you heard that talk here first on Cam Glenn Radio. A huge thanks to Roz for putting me in touch with Alex so that we could get them in to talk about the book launch. It's always, I think, important to be talking to other creatives in the local area so that you can hear what's happening and going on. This is a brand new track. It is from Theo Blake and it's called Raining All the Time. To Super Tramp. Beach Boys. To Prince. And everything in between. Tune in to Sharon McGuinney's Mixed Bag. Every Tuesday morning from 10am. Only on Cam Glen Radio.
This guy's got his finger on the pulse. Catch the Jamie Heaney Show to hear all your favourite classics, as well as live performances from the best local artists. Wednesday nights from 7 on Cam Glen Radio. You are listening to Cat Scream on Cam Glen Radio 107.9 FM. Your voice, your music, your station. Right, thank you, and thank you so much for joining me in the studio. Graham, are you ready to do the weather? Yes, I'm okay, here to do the update the weather. Cam Glen Radio, weather. Right, looking at the weather this afternoon, a wee bit of light rain and this afternoon and tonight it's actually going to be dry as well. Looking at tomorrow's weather, it's absolutely going to be dry all day tomorrow and into Friday the forecast and some kind of rain. Uh, temperatures today will be no more and 8 Celsius. Sunset at 16.10 this afternoon. It's actually getting quicker and quicker. It is, isn't it? Absolutely. So is this, take it, uh, where are we going, kids? Is that what we're doing? Yes, MGMT it is. Excellent. Let's go and tell us about what's happening in GMS, uh, continue doing my old scale for the month of November, plus we've got the big Yenitronic night coming up. The electronic on night on the 2nd. 2nd of December. Definitely looking forward to it this time. Okay, so here we go with kids. Right. <laughs>
Game GMT and if you like that make sure you're listening to our game on a Saturday between 7 and 9 and a huge shout out also for Holly's Hits starts at 6 right here on Saturday night but joining me on the phone now hello there David can you hear me yep how are you oh, doing you're very quiet hold on let me turn you up Right, this is David. Thank you so much for, for talking to me today. Do you want to tell me a little bit about King's Brass? Yep, yep. So uh, we are uh, King's Park Brass. Uh, we are uh, based in King's Park, as the, the name suggests. We're a brass band with about uh, 30 players. And uh, and we've also got a, a youth band as well, uh, uh, with about 15 kids, which is quite um, um, exciting. And um, we are going to be playing a concert on uh, Friday night in in Rutherglen Town Hall. Excellent. And what's the theme for this year's concert? Yeah. So this year the the, the concert's entitled Kings and Queens of Brass, and the idea came from Murray, one of our tuba players, who you know, given that we've got the word king in the title of the band, they always wanted to do a concert somehow linked to kings and queens and so we've got um quite a variety of of music really some some of it very closely related to kings and queens and royalty and some of it very tenuous and maybe a little bit obscure <laughs> and and hopefully some fun links to 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 that theme as well mm-hmm. and obviously with the king's coronation earlier this year it, it seems quite apt that you would be doing something that's linked to royalty so in terms of the the brass band itself, how often do you get together? How often do you rehearse? Uh, so once a week, uh, Tuesday nights, we are, uh, we are together for an hour, an hour and a half mm-hmm. um, re- rehearsing. Um, we've got um, a new conductor this year, just started in the summer, Emily Stokes. So she's going to be taking us for the first time in public, if you like, her first concert with us on Friday night. Mm-hmm. And what's it like being back performing and getting to do you know performing in front of people because for a while there of course we weren't able to do anything really yeah absolutely um i think this is actually going to be the third time back mm-hmm. at um Gone town hall after the pandemic oh, right, okay. and and the first time two years ago was <laughs> we didn't really know what to expect we didn't know if people would come because it was still that sort of time when people were, were were worried, and and you know we get we get quite a nice size of an audience, although as you'd expect a lot less than, than usual. Mm-hmm. And but you know since since then it's been it's been been building up. But yeah, you're right. We still remember that that year and a half, two years when we couldn't do anything. So so it's mm-hmm. it's great when we get the chance to do it. And obviously playing with your brass instrument, I mean, I sing in a choir and it was quite hard to believe that, you know, apparently being in a choir was the, the worst thing you could possibly do. <laughs> so I imagine being in a brass band, you must have felt sort of the pain as well. Yeah, we had the the, the same thing and, you know, a few different things uh, we, we were told to do to try and reduce the risk when we were playing together. Mm-hmm. And what's... You're obviously doing this one for Kings and Queens, but I'm thinking about there's Christmas not so very far away. So are you busy practising for that as well? Uh, well, we've not started practising yet for <laughs> Christmas because we're, we're 
everything's focused on on Friday night at, at the moment. But yeah, um, after Friday night, then we've got a, a, a Christmas concert coming up on the 19th of December, and um, we'll be out um, at local supermarkets with with sort of small groups of players um, playing Christmas carols um, pretty much every weekend, I guess. In, in December, as well as playing at a couple of local parks, so we're going to be in in Overton Park at the Grow Seventy Three mm-hmm. um, Christmas Carol event, and also in at the Friends of Kings Park Christmas Carol event as well. Superb, and like you were saying, so it's at Rutherglen Town Hall on Friday night. Tickets are still available. If anybody's looking for tickets, they just go along to the website, the Rutherglen Town Hall website, the What's On page, and then they'll be able to organise the tickets from there. Yep, exactly. So I was asking my guest to pick a track, and you've not, you've not let me down. So do you want to tell us a little <laughs> bit about the track and why you've picked the track that we're going to play next? Yep, absolutely. So um, as I say, the, <clears throat> the the program is quite varied. There is a little bit of music that's really about um, royalty, and one one piece from um, a coronation, and one piece to do with uh, royal fireworks. But then we go off the wall a wee bit with. Um, a couple of pieces about Disney princesses and some uh, TV and film music that has got some sort of a link to um, 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 kings and queens or, or, or whatever. Um, but also a couple of uh, sort of pop rock uh, um, pieces. And uh, we had to play something by Queen um, because totally fits fits the sort of obscure part of the theme or the tennis part of the theme, I guess. And so thought we would go for Bohemian Rhapsody. Excellent. So this is Queen by Bohemian Rhapsody. Is the real life Is this just fantasy Caught in a landslide No escape from reality Open your eyes Look up to the skies and
see a little silhouette of a man. Scaramouche, Scaramouche, will you do the bandango? Thunderbolt and lightning, very, very frightening me. Galileo, 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 Galileo Figaro. I'm just a poor boy, nobody loves me. He's just a poor boy from a poor family, sparing his life from this monstrosity. Mamma mia, mamma mia, let me go. Beelzebub has a devil put aside for me, for me, for me. defy anybody when they get to the bridge not to be doing the whole headbang and scene like out of Wayne's World for Bohemian Rhapsody. That was of course the amazing Queen. If you want to hear more like that, why not get yourself along to Rutherglen Town Hall this Friday and King's Park Brass are going to be entertaining you with Kings and Queens with songs that have got a link to royalty. Now we are going to listen to a new track from an ex-Cam Glenn presenter here. This is from Stevie Warner. This is Falling and it features Susie Maguire.
With rising costs, times are tricky for everyone. For some people who are already struggling across our Cambuslang and Rutherland communities, it might be another difficult season. Here's where you can help add some Christmas sparkle to those who need it most. If you can, please gift some joy to others in your local community. We're looking for donations of new gift items. This is for local children, young people and seniors with a value between £5 and £10. For full information on our gift suggestions and our drop-off locations, go to healthyandhappy.org.uk forward slash Christmas 2023. Thanks for making someone's Christmas just a little bit better. So there you go. Before you heard the little break there, it was falling. That is from Stevie Warner featuring Susie McGuire. And Stevie was, of course, a presenter here at Cam Glen up until fairly recently. One other thing I want to give a huge shout out to is Revolve's Thrifting Gift. On Sunday, this Sunday coming, between 11 and 3, they're going to be having a pre-love sale. And they're also going to have... um, it's going to be like supply other suppliers like a craft fair a gift fair uh, as well now one of the reasons i want to talk about thrift and gift is because did you know that 1.7 million uh, tons worth of sequined items are binned after the christmas party season and it won't ever biodegrade so those tiny little plastic discs there's as you said 1.7 million sequined items so how many of those plastic discs discs are basically then discarded and put into landfill so what lots of the charity shops and lots of the pre-loved platforms and thrift and gift are talking about is instead of going and buying something brand new because you'll see it all the shops will be doing something glittery something silver something gold it'll cost you maybe i don't know say 30 35 quid to go and get yourself a brand new sparkly skirt and a new sparkly jumper you're going to wear it for christmas and then it's getting either handed into the charity shop or it's getting binned so instead of doing it this year why not go along to revolves thrift and gift and get yourself something pre-loved you'll be helping to reduce the waste in the environment it'll give longer lasting sustainable clothes and it's probably going to be cheaper than buying something new i think if we start looking at ways of changing how we buy things and what we get i think that would be so much better if you go to the thrift and gift facebook page they also talk about christmas jumpers bane of my life particularly for the children you buy a brand new christmas jumper every single year for them so instead of doing that instead of paying whatever you're paying for the christmas jumper go along get your christmas jumper and then next year you can either donate it or you can go and get another pre-loved one it just makes it better for the environment it gives more long-lasting appeal to the the clothes it reduces their damage to the environment by how much resources we're using and i think that's an important way and a small way of contributing to reducing climate change here's kirsten harvey with one more day Nothing 
Your voice, your music, your station.
sexless marriage spoke of love and sexless marriage moved them from the country to the belly of the beast the problem is this city spits out everything So that was Tijuana Bibles there with Unknown. That was what they call an interrupted ending. And before that, you heard the vocal of Kirstine Harvey. Her track is called One More Day. Absolutely glorious, isn't it? Let's go and do a little bit of our community announcements now because I've just noticed the timing. We better get on with that. As I just go and struggle to find it. Here we go. Cam Glen Radio Community Announcements. Okay, so the Scottish Government is consulting on whether to increase the minimum pricing of alcohol from 50 pence to 65 pence per unit. It also asks if minimum pricing should continue. To access the consultation, go to gov.scot.uk. That's gov.scot.uk. NHS Scotland is running an online course about understanding your own trauma to help you improve your overall health and well-being. It's created by experts in trauma and recovery. To access the course, go to innerplace.co.uk and use the code TARTAN to make the course free. And finally, this year's Canvas Lang Charity Calendars 2024 will be available for purchase again in Pandora's Box in Canvas Lang Main Street. The calendar is selling for the bargain price of £5, with all profits going back into the community. The calendar sales raised over £1,000 last year. Alternatively, if you can order online... There will be an additional cost for post and packaging of £2. And you can visit the Canvas Land Community Council's Facebook, Twitter page or their website at canvaslandcommunitycouncilallruntogether.com to order now. And that's all of your community announcements right here on Cam Glen Radio. So what we're going to do next is we're going to go and look at this week's featured artist. It's a band called Cullen, C-U-L-A-N-N. They've got a brand new EP out which is called The Songs of Saints and Reavers. Reavers being the sort of the castle rustlers of yesteryear that tended to work. They tended to work along the borders, but I think they were in other places too. So this track is called Rovers. Cam Glenn Radio's Featured Artist.
this week's featured artist it's Cullen they've got a brand new EP out called Songs of Saints and Reavers that track was called Rover With rising costs times are tricky for everyone for some people who are already struggling across our Cambuslang and Rutherglen communities it might be another difficult season here's where you can help add some Christmas sparkle to those who need it most if you can please gift some joy to others in your local community we're looking for donations of new gift items. This is for our local children, young people and seniors with a value between £5 and £10. For full information on our gift suggestions and of our drop-off locations, go to healthyandhappy.org.uk forward slash Christmas 2023. Thanks for making someone's Christmas just a little bit better. Radio is an amazing medium. It can inspire, entertain, inform and connect people. This station, Cam Glen Radio, is run by a dedicated, passionate and committed team of volunteers and you can be one of those volunteers too. It doesn't matter if you're an experienced broadcaster or if you've never set foot in a studio in your life. We provide all the training and support that you need to do what you want to do and it's a great way of making new social connections, learning new skills, expanding on your CV and just having loads of fun. So to find out more about volunteering with Cam Glen Radio, just email volunteering at healthynhappy.org.uk. On Saturday, the 2nd of December 2023, Cam Glen Presents brings you Electrodynamic. At our venue, number 18 on Farmone Road, Burlaglen, we will bring you an exclusive night of electronic dance music from our very own talented Cam Glen Radio DJs. Graham Bell, Baz, Dirty Disco, Michael Bell and Janstrup will be for the first time in Cam Glen Radio history teaming up to bring you an exclusively live event working through classic sets for your dancing pleasure. Expect a night of house, electro, breakbeat, old school, techno and trance. Tickets are available through Eventbrite costing £5 plus booking fee or there's a tenner on the door on the night. There is a licensed bar, doors are open from 7pm till late. Cam Glen presents Electrodynamic, supporting local music, come support them with us. Strictly over 18s. And about it. There you go. So that's for our electronic night. And before that, you heard also our healthy and happy appeal for the Christmas donations. Uh, as I was saying, featured artist this week is Cullen. They've got a brand new EP out. That track was called Rovers. We are now going to go and listen to two new-ish tracks but from what they would consider the heritage artists. So these are the sort of the, the old timers, the people that have been around for a long time and they've basically got together and created new music. The first one that we're going to listen to is Now and Then. It's the brand new Beatles song that has just been released. Now, this song is basically from a whole pile of home demonstration tapes that were created by Lennon. Uh, and it was gifted from Yoko Ono to Paul McCartney sometime in the 1990s. Tracks had been used before, so you've got things like Free as a Bird and Real Love had apparently already been used from these tracks. But this one was looked at and they couldn't clean it up enough. It's got a little bit of a controversial history because this song has been, they've used AI in it and it's whether AI should have been used. But it's important to realise that if we can use technologies to clean up something, why shouldn't we? So this is, as far as I know, the very first time you'll have heard it in Cam Glen Radio, the brand new Beatles track called Now and Then. One, two... True. 
the brand new track uh, now and then now when I'm saying that I used AI I don't mean the AI sort of wrote the track or anything like that basically it cleaned up the vocal so there was all home demos it had already been written by John Lennon 
Paul McCartney put down the guitars. George Harrison had already put down the bass track sometime in the 1990s and Ringo had already set down the drums. So the addition really has been like the strings that were all then recorded at a later date, but it was cleaning up the, the actual vocal so that they could use John Lennon's vocal on the track. So like I said, in that instance, there is no real issue about AI. AI hasn't created it. Actually, it was a really interesting thing that we took part in at the sing-along with Gareth, is how you could use AI to write a song, and could you use it to write a song? Well, theoretically, yes, you could, but it doesn't make the song any good. <laughs> so you still need somebody, you still need an ability to be able to write the songs, to catch the, the, the mood, to catch something, the hook, really, to make it work. It's a fabulous song, but it's very sort of 1970s. It is sort of sounding like the tail end of the Beatles, their, their last sort of tracks. Uh, what we're going to talk about next? The listening party. Dolly's listening party! Yay! So, I have never been to a listening party. I've got no idea what to expect, but I'm heading off to the cinema tonight. Dolly has got a brand new... She was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall, Hall of Fame. And regular listeners know I'm a massive Dolly fan. Can't talk more highly enough about her. So what we're going to listen to next is Dolly's track, the lead track from the Rockstar album, which is called World on Fire. Brilliant. Absolutely love it. She's also teaming up with Miley Cyrus. She's talking to Patti Smith. There are some amazing duos and, and groups that she's working with as part of this rock stars 29 songs apparently on the album and I can't wait to hear it and this seems to be the way that heritage artists are going to do music going forward they can create the music in their own home studios or go into the studio and record it but rather than go out and promote it on tour do it through the cinema because Cliff Richards is also doing one so if you fancy a bit of Cliff Cliff is also going to be at the cinema near you very soon let's go and listen to World on Fire but
Joey got a knife, Janie got a sign to carry in the fight. Marching in the streets with sticks and stones, don't you ever believe words don't break bones. Absolutely incredible vocal performance of Dolly Parton there, World on Fire. And after a week in politics, like we've just seen, Liar Liar, the world's on fire, doesn't that just ring true? Who knew that the political satirist was Dolly Parton? I'm quite sure that Have I Got News For You couldn't have put it any better. Moving back then to something much more enjoyable, we are still part and in the throes of Book Week Scotland. But before we bring up the next track, let's go and look to see what's on the rest of today's schedule. So from two o'clock, you've got amazing Amy Doherty doing her family radio show. And at three o'clock, we've got the ever popular Carrick McDonald doing his halfway to Borough, talking about local history. This time he's talking to Ron Taylor, who he must first met through Rutherglen's main shed and who's now a member of People's Past People's Past People's Futures Group. Now retired that's an awful lot of peas in one sentence. Now retired, Ron talks about his time serving in the RAF and sharing some of his memories about living in Rutherglen. At six o'clock you've got the lady who plays the blues past and present with Susan Lyons and Jamie Heaney is going to have a brand live new performance from Human Renegade. If you miss them at our least recent Cam Glenn Presents, then they're going to be performing live in his show from 7 o'clock. And to round off tonight's 
evening entertainment. At 10 o'clock, you've got the old chart show with Jim Corbett. Jim's going to be looking at the UK charts of the 8th of November in 1998, when Cher was number one with Believe. And Cher is also going to be featuring very heavily in the Christmas run-up because she's got a brand new Christmas album out. We're also going to be enjoying music from memories from the likes of Aerosmith, Billy Piper, who's, you know... Doctor Who's coming back next weekend as well. M People, Faith Evans, Boyzone and of course Robbie Williams. So if you want to remain with us, we have got some great shows to keep you entertained for the rest of the day. Book Week Scotland, as I said, has been happening. It's The theme is adventure. Why not get yourself out there and have an adventure? I've talked about lots of different things that are on. So you've got the book launch of Beyond the Battlefield at Langside Library. That's taking place on Thursday night at 6 o'clock. Friday night, Rutherglen Town Hall welcomes King Park Brass and their programme of Kings and Queens. So get yourself along to that. There's on Friday as well, Liz Allen's going to be at St. Leonard's talking about Beatrix Potter. You heard that here, right here on Cam Glen Radio, way back last year. So that is going to be incredible to go along and see. You've got the Thrift and Gift Revolve Sunday afternoon, sort of craft fair and pre-loved. Go and get your Christmas sparkle. Go and see if you can find some bargains for the Christmas festive period. Now, I think that's it. I think I've given you quite enough to be getting along with. Why don't we go and listen to this? So, is there anything more romantic than sitting down with a gothic reed? So, the wind is howling, the rain is battering against the window, and here is Kate Bush and Kathy screaming, looking for her Heathcliff. Show! 